Welcome to the Losing Weight with Fasting and Mindful Eating podcast. I am your host, Monika Banach, an advanced practice nurse and a weight loss coach. I am so grateful for you taking the time to listen to today's episode. Here are six fasting mistakes people often make. These are mistakes I've made myself over and over and something I often see my clients and others make as well. This doesn't only apply to people new to fasting, but also people that have done it for a while. And sometimes they might not realize that these things are preventing them from making progress. As usual, all the information discussed in this episode is intended as general information only. It is not intended as medical advice. So always consult your healthcare provider before making any changes. All right, let's get started. So I actually want to start this episode with a quote because I think it's very fitting in this situation. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Albert Einstein. So if you want different results than what you're getting, you have to try different approaches. This stands true with pretty much anything, relationships, diets, (laughs) career, and really anything in your life. And going back to my history with fasting, I have started fasting probably about two years ago. But the first year, I made a lot of mistakes, like a lot. (laughs) But I have learned through those mistakes. Maybe the first year I repeated them too often because I was like, well, maybe it's just something wrong with me. No, some of those things you just have to change. That's why I wanted to list the things that I've learned that have prevented me from making progress and explain the reasons why I change certain approaches to things. If some of these do resonate with you, let me know. But if they don't, just ignore them and let me know. Send me a DM or comment under the post on Instagram. Let me know which one of these have resonated with you the most. And of course, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and my YouTube channel so you can be notified when new episodes are released every two weeks. So under all these points, the six fasting mistakes, I will also include things that I've done, the changes that I've done, implemented to fix these mistakes. So number one, and this is huge, okay, I see this all the time. Fasting too long, and by too long, I'm talking about five days or more. I'm not saying that fasting longer than five days is bad every so often, especially when it's done for health reasons. I know people that have fasted 30 days because of health issues. However, when it comes to like fasting for weight loss, I have to say that less is more. Because the longer you fast, the more deprived you feel. Even Cole Robinson, the snake diet founder, talks about how 
people should not fast until they can do one refeed per day and are able to control the refeeds. And only then they can proceed with longer fasts, like five days or more. My personal longest fast was seven days. And that was like two years ago when I first kind of got into fasting. I remember losing quite a bit of weight, but what was super frustrating is regaining that weight within a few weeks because I felt so deprived. And as soon as I started eating all day, like going back to the normal lifestyle, I regained most of the weight. So really sticking to a more consistent, shorter fast, like anywhere from 24 to 72 hour fast has for me personally been my favorite window for fasting. And I think 72-hour fasts are technically my favorite, to be honest. At the moment, we are doing like a group five-day fast. It's kind of like a reset fast, like a spring cleaning fast. I don't do these often. I will do about twice a year, I'll do this reset five-day fast. And this is something I actually learned from Dr. Pompa. He does these group five-day fasts for health reasons, spiritual reasons, just to kind of reset your body. And I think they're great. I mean, even if you don't need to lose any weight, we all need to heal from things, environmental stress, cell phone stress, everything, just in general, stress. So I think those are great. Number two, limiting your refeeds to a shorter refeed window, and then going right back into fasting. So what I mean by that, and shorter window, I used to say within an hour, but now I kind of leave it up to you. So anywhere from one hour to four hours, I recommend keeping your refeeds. Don't go and eat like all freaking day because you're going to end up binging. Some people prefer that shorter window, like just one hour and just kind of eating that one big meal and feeling satisfied, but others don't enjoy that super stuffed feeling, like feeling so stuffed that you can't even move. So for those people, I recommend perhaps doing like starting the first hour with a bone broth or a vegetable broth, and then the second hour, maybe having a little salad, and then the third hour, having some veggies, a little bit of protein, and then maybe in the fourth hour, have another little snack. So really, it's up to you have to figure out what makes you feel good. I don't think it's a cookie cutter approach. I think there's a preference. Some people prefer it this way and some people prefer it the other way. But you have to remember that refeeds are the key. I used to think that the fasting part was the key. And yes, that's important too. But what's the point of fasting three, four, five days if when you break the fast, you go and binge on crap for several days? So keep your refeeds anywhere between one to four hour window, depending on what you prefer and what works for you. And then go right back into doing your, you know, OMAD or 24, 20, you know, 20 hour fast, four hour window refeed, ADF or whatever other fast you're doing and practice mindful eating. You are not deprived. It is mostly mental hunger. Your body has plenty of fat stores to feed on. And again, unless you've got such a low body fat, then you probably shouldn't be fasting that long. And just remember, again, I cannot reiterate 
I can't say this word, <laughs> reiterate this, you cannot go back to eating all day long or you will regain your weight. When you get back down to your goal weight, just continue with your shorter window eating, all mat, or maybe even too mat for the most part. Plus, shorter feeding windows have significant anti-aging and health benefits because you are not continuously increasing your blood sugar levels throughout the day and having your pancreas having to have to release insulin to bring it down because those constant raises in, in blood glucose can damage blood vessels that supply vital organs and significantly increase the risk of heart disease, stroke, kidney disease, and other issues, okay? Number three, I kind of touched on this already, feeling deprived after finishing your fast. I mean, I hear this so often. This is such common complaint. Like you feel like you want to, like you're going to just binge on anything you see inside. I already kind of talked about this above, but I still feel that these can be eliminated with the shorter fasts because the longer you fast, the more you feel deprived because you are not in control of your eating. And this can perhaps lead to eating disorders because you go into this vicious cycle of fasting, losing weight and binge eating, gaining weight. And it is so mentally exhausting. You literally feel like a failure and you should not feel like that. I know the feeling because I have been there many times and I see this all the time in my in the clients that I coach. This vicious cycle of fasting, binge eating, it's just not good. The yo-yo dieting, it's not good for your health. And if you have an issue, you continue to have issues with these binges, then stick to a shorter window. Like you don't have to fast like three days. Stick to two mat or OMAD with a 20 and four hour window, eating window. Just do what works for you. But number your number one priority should be working on that mental part of controlling your eating, being a mindful eater. The name of this podcast is fasting and mindful eating, right? So mindful eating means you are eating because you are nourishing your body. You're not stuffing yourself because you are feeling angry or sad. You're not eating emotionally. Emotional eating, it is not good. It is unhealthy. And if you have an issue with binge eating, like if you truly have an issue with binge eating, it is very important for you to get some help go talk to someone so you can get some help and so you don't have to go through this alone. Number four, not getting enough movement, being a couch potato because you're fasting and you feel like if you move a finger, you're going to die because you're using too much energy. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You know how often I I, I see that? People are so afraid that they're going to be so weak because they're fasting and that they're gonna like pass out or unable to do anything. No, actually, if you sit on the couch and just not move at all, you're actually gonna have less energy. Body in motion creates more energy. 
I personally actually feel better when I'm moving during my fast. When I go for a walk, I feel better mentally. And again, I'm not talking about going and doing a marathon or a, some kind of sprint or like some crazy intense HIIT workouts. No, just an easy walk, especially when you're able to go outside. You, you will feel better. You'll be burning fat because you're in ketosis. You're in a fat burning mode. So why not take advantage of that and burn the maximum fat you can while you're fasting? So do not be afraid to implement some movement. Move around, walk, stand, you know, don't sit on your ass. Stand as much as you can and just move. Number five, drinking plain water and a lot of it. <laughs> Any fast over 24 hours really should be supplemented with some electrolytes, mainly sodium and potassium. Can you fast without electrolytes? Yes, you can. And I have done it. I have done many fasts with just plain water in the past. There's a lot of groups out there that I used to be part of where they're like, you know, anything other than water, it's a dirty fast. You know, you're not doing it right. Okay, whatever, whatever. But over time, using electrolytes showed me how much better I feel as opposed to just drinking plain water, depleting my sodium and potassium, peeing out a lot of these electrolytes. And I really don't want to fast without electrolytes. Even on my OMAD days, I still utilize electrolytes in my water. I mean, there's just, it makes no sense. And if there are people out there that, that want to call it a dirty fast because I'm adding some electrolytes, I don't care. Like, that's my fast, you know, if you want to do a strict, you know, healthy, whatever, clean fast with nothing, sure, do it. That's your choice. But on my IG, I have a post of what I use, my electrolyte mixture that I use. I've used that probably for over the last probably nine months. My IG is fit.fat.hotaf. Also, fasting long without electrolytes can be actually quite dangerous because if you're drinking a lot of the plain water and flushing out sodium, sodium is potassium sparing. If you flush out the sodium, next thing you know, potassium is going to go, you're going to feel dizzy, you're going to feel nauseous, and it can also cause some serious issues with your heart, like heart palpitations. Some people get like really tachycardic, like high heart rate, and that's not a good thing. I mean, you can end up in a hospital. Electrolytes are vital for your heart function. So do your research. Make sure you are drinking your electrolytes. You're going to feel better just in general. And that's all I got to say on that. <laughs> okay, number six. This is the last one. Number six is keeping the same fasting routine for weeks or months or whatever long. Okay, fasting, just like anything else, your body is going to get used to it. And if you don't change things up, your body will stall because our bodies are so smart. They will do anything to protect us. So the continued decrease in calories, your body will might think you're in starvation mode and it will slow down your metabolism, trying to conserve that energy. And so, you know, 
Same thing with food. If you restrict certain foods for super long period of times, your body will often crave them. I think it's important to change out your fasting routine. You know, if the first month, like I did this, actually, this happened to me when I first started off. My first month I did rolling in episode, the first episode I talk about how I lost 32 pounds in my first month. So I did rolling 72-hour fast with a 48-hour fast in between. And I lost quite a bit of weight the first month. I did really well. I stuck to keto refeeds, like low carb, and it worked really, really well for me. But the second month, the first like two weeks, I didn't lose anything. My body stalled. It, it got used to the routine I was doing for so long, for not even that long, for a month. And it just, it was like, hey, no, I'm going to preserve all the energy and I'm not going to let you lose any more fat because you already lost so much. So I think it's important to to become metabolically flexible, being able to go, you know, one week doing 72s, then maybe OMAD, then maybe throw in a little curveball, eat a little extra one day, or maybe one day just eat all day and then go on a fast for three or five days, just change it up. Same thing really with anything else, like workouts too. If you do the same workout week on, week off for months on, you are going to, your body's going to get used to it. You're not going to get a sore because your body just kind of adapts to what you've been doing. So make sure you change it up. Even with food, if you are, I know out there, the super strict keto people I get it. You you want to stay in ketosis, but you know what? If you throw in like one little day with a little bit of extra carbs, like little fruit, like it's it's actually good for your body. It helps your body become more metabolically flexible. It is a good thing and it's good for your hormone productions and it helps your body to just kind of be flexible. So don't be afraid to change things up. I understand that, you know, a lot of us kind of get in this routine or doing the same, it's, it's work, so we're going to do the same thing because it's working till it's not working. And then you're like freaking out and getting all stressed out and whatever. So anyway, that's all I got. Six fasting mistakes that I have personally learned through things that I have seen in my clients and people that follow me on Instagram and that message me frequently with questions. So these are just my experience. If some of these are not something that you think are deal breakers, then you don't have to utilize them. I am just sharing what has worked for me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Message me on DM me on Instagram. Let me know what you thought and take some time to leave a review. I do take time to make these podcasts for free and I would truly appreciate your reviews. So thank you so much and enjoy your day. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, share it on your social media and be sure to leave a review on iTunes. Follow Monica on Instagram at fit.fat.hotaf and on Twitter at FitFatHotAF.